Yeah, that's right. That's that's my cue. Uh, hey, welcome back to Asshat Analyst, the debate game show where the points definitely matter and we take things way too seriously. Truth. Uh, so I am here with my other co-hosts, uh, Kyle Genesis, Genesis. Oh my God! How do you for for everybody listening? How do you say it? Okay, my last name is pronounced Genesis. So, okay, so imagine the English rock band. Or the chapter of the Bible, or something else that someone else told me. So recently. it's it, yeah, Genesis without the last is. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. And I only started using that in college, and I'm really upset that I didn't discover that sooner. Okay. Because that yep. would have easily explained <laughs> everything, and my life would be so much simpler. Middle school mm. would have been so much easier, right? Huh? <laughs> Dude, oh my god. All right, so I'm here with my co-hosts uh, Kyle Genesis and Nathaniel <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> And we're here with our guests that you just heard a little bit from. Uh, this is Chase Wilson. Hello, Woo. hello. So last Wednesday, or two days ago, uh, we finished putting out our Bullshitter episode. And at the end of that, we wrote down who all we thought the Bullshitter was. So let's go ahead and reveal. I thought that it was Kyle who was bullshitting this. Sacre bleu. I, I just... W- I think that you already had some prior knowledge about this plant, given that it's in your parents' backyard, and your mother seemed to care say, for it so much. I didn't so, say that necessarily, but... Okay, it might be in their front yard. Your mother has an emotional <laughs> connection to one of these plants. Uh, Nathaniel also thought that it was Kyle. Guys, come on. Kyle thought that it was Kyle. I'm kidding. Kyle wrote that it was Josh. He, he thinks that it's me. And now the only vote that actually matters. Let's see what our guest Chase said. Josh is full of bullshit. I had to make it very clear what I thought. Okay. Well, I will bet my house, my car, my dog, and all of my long-lasting friendships. Can I shake on that? I don't know if you're calling my bluff, but if I shake and I'm wrong, then the man sitting across from me at this table, Nathaniel Jackson, is going to be very upset. (laughs) Oh, All right. Yeah. For, for those that are listening, uh, because we don't have visual yet, uh, we did just shake hands. Now, would the actual bullshitter like to reveal themselves? Yeah, it was me. What? No way. No <laughs> shot. Well, I'm not mad that I gave up your friendship for lying to me. That's no way. I would, okay, so I was like... From uh-uh. off, off rip. There's no way. The reason I, I wanted to get all three of your, you know, opening arguments first before I asked anything was because I wanted to see how y'all approached selling it to me. Nathaniel, I thought yours, you to me seemed like you were the most like well educated on it. And I, I, from years of being your friend and watching how hard you, when you get, how hard you work, when you get into something, you are so about it. You will not stop to eat or sleep until you know everything and can applicably do everything about that. And the way you were explaining it to me was identical to how you have in the past when you did know what you were talking about. And I feel like I could, or I felt, I guess at the time, now I'm questioning everything about my <laughs> life. I don't even know my name anymore. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know myself. Um, but it's like I, you found out the trees can have just flowers all over again. I mean, <laughs> my mind has been blown two times in a week. This is horrible. So, okay. So. The reason that I think that I thought, I know I wrote down Kyle, but I also think Nathaniel came into this with some prior knowledge yep. because like you said, once he gets the idea for something, he just digs into all the research about it anyways. Going to Japan specifically for cherry blossom season is something that he has talked about a lot. And so I believe that that is something he's done research on whether it be he just got on a Wikipedia roll or whatever. That okay, so out. here's he the thing. He did have the Here, previous knowledge here's the before thing. this episode. Yes, here's the thing. Nothing wow. I said was true. You're I genuinely know nothing about this tree. I quit. Um, I, I know that... I, I like Thanks for I, listening. Bye. The only thing that I was able to look up, because technically as a bullshitter, we, we give them like 30 to 60 seconds. Okay. I was like, okay, I'm going to do Japanese cherry blossom. Uh, what is its actual scientific name? Uh, it's like... 
whatever the Peru's Kazan or whatever. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I looked up, and then I saw like in that article it was like roughly twenty nine feet tall. I was like, sure, okay. I I think it blooms in the winter. Not a hundred percent sure on that. I'm pretty. I do. I think it blooms from uh like goes from white to a darker pink. I do know that the this sp- specific like species is the darkest pink like for cherry blossoms. Mm-hmm. But I, you I, know, I, when as you were going in, and obviously you you were the first to kind of lay out your game plan there. Um, I noticed it dragged out a little bit, and for half a second, I thought, okay, he's going overkill now because since since he may be bullshitting, he is trying to act like he knows everything, so I can't question it. But then I did that double, you know, second guessing myself and thought, oh no, this is Nathaniel Jackson. Repeat everything I said about you before, as far as your <laughs> attributes. He would know everything about it, and that is why he's doing this. And then when they gave theirs, and they were shorter and a little bit less detailed, I thought, okay, yeah, for sure. Nathaniel stayed up for six hours until four a.m. <laughs> last night studying everything because he had a game plan here. Okay, but then why me instead of Kyle? <laughs> okay, that very fair question, super fair. Kyle, just the way that I read his body language, it it came off to me like maybe this like was like something from his past, a a tree that maybe he grew up seeing or something, but it just seemed like for some reason he was recalling information that he had known for a while. And then maybe had learned more detailed factual information to pair it with, but that, you know, whether you're making something up or you're recalling information, there is that factor of recalling something. You're either recalling a thought that you've had, in a different context to bullshit or you're recalling a fact, you know, but he seemed to genuinely be recalling information that he knew. Right. Whereas when you were talking, Josh, it, it, it seemed, it seemed like you were having to try harder to recall it. Like as if you were giving yourself time to make some shit up to lie to me about, you know, like, and I I can't lie. I actually completely agree with you. And this is the first time in 10, no, probably 15 years of us knowing each other. I've ever heard him say that. (laughs) That's not true. That's not true. There was a whole conversation about Drake. We had, I completely agree with you. That explicit statement verbatim. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Emotional rollercoaster. Anyways, I I actually, Nathaniel likes to talk in absolutes. (laughs) I I really do though. Um, Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Damn, we'll, we'll get there. everything. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, anyways, uh, I genuinely felt the exact same way. I was like, okay, I, I well, I knew I was a bullshitter, but I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, if I were to guess between the two of them, I think from a presentation standpoint, I think Kyle was more believable. Um, and it didn't help that the thing that you picked, while being really cool, also just sounded the most fake. That um, is true. I was thinking about you talking about. So when you brought up. Uh, that possibly European plant thing. That's one yeah. big organism. The big forest. Yes. The, the big tree that is a hundred trees. I, I do have an essence of remembering something like that. I know I brought up. Yeah. Robbie that it, Hunter talks about it all the time. Right. I, I knew that it was, <laughs> I knew that that was a real thing. I, I didn't, that wasn't where I pulled the thought of you bullshitting from, but I, in my head, as I'm trying to, you know, have 10 thoughts at once connected what I thought were the dots that you knew that that was a real thing and thought that you could make some shit up that kind of sounded like that. And because it was real, I would believe it. Okay. So I overthought it a little bit. Yeah. But it was, so I was actually doing research in that like large tree. I still don't even remember the name of it, it but I was, yeah, the big tree, (laughs) the the one tree, the one tree forest, the Chungus tree was actually something that I was looking up because I remember long conversations in a car that I had with uh, a mutual Robbie Hunter. Uh, I don't know if you love Robbie, absolutely, and he absolutely loves fungi and plants and things like that. Like he's just fascinated by it in a similar way that Nathaniel is of just like once he finds out about something that's kind of cool, just dives into like hours of research about it because he's got the time. Um, when he has the time. <laughs> and so it was, that was something that I was looking up and then found this in connection to that. And I was like, oh, well, it's kind of like the same thing, but it's in blue ass water in Spain. Let's go there instead of Europe. That's super dope. So, and th- yeah, it's a really cool thing, but which also 
I thought about picking coral reefs for the similar thing, but apparently they're considered animals. Coral is mm-hmm. because they don't yeah. produce their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not something like similar to you not knowing that trees could not necessarily have, which I will admit was something I didn't necessarily know. Yeah, um, I think it was the in on that. I think it was the processing through the thought of acknowledging that. You know? Yeah, I think yeah. I've definitely seen trees that had. Oh yeah, but leaves, it's but, but like thinking back like. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> my internal monologue yeah. didn't ever at any point in my life before that have a moment of saying, that is a tree and there are no leaves. It is just flowers. Wow, that's a fact. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know? But um, yeah, please uh, don't don't take it personally. <laughs> no, but, that's uh, fine. I'll be, I, I'll be by later this week to collect all of my belongings now. Well, I don't <laughs> own a house. The bank owns my car. I have a lot of student debt. <laughs> I have a couple friends and they don't even like me. So you are really picking up a lot of debt. <laughs> Dude. Um, I think I still want Aside somehow. from the car, we're basically the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Do we just become best friends? <laughs> There's so much room for activities. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, with that transition, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Um, And so this one is going to be our Simpleton episode. So basically just a straight sales pitch to Chase. Um, With the topic being, what movie universe would you want to live in? And this is with the caveat and assumption that uh, you are taken there right now. So it is you today, you wake up tomorrow and you're just in another universe Uh, and you can select whatever kind of faction you want to be in because, um, you know, if you were to pick, like, just be a random citizen in something like that. Like, for my topic example, I'm picking the Harry Potter wizarding universe. And so if I was to just be a muggle or couldn't select that I wanted to be a wizard, then I would basically just be living in the same world that I am right now. Interesting. So, Very cool. cool yeah. Cool, cool. So, it, so we are saying that you can pick that. Um, so... With that, I'll just, I've already talked about mine. I'll go ahead and say, I'm picking the Harry Potter wizard universe. And I. Would you pick to be a muggle? uh, No, I would pick to be uh, a wizard. But I was saying that we, in making our arguments and picking our choices for this, we have the ability to say kind of what faction we're in. Would you be a Hufflepuff? Um, So, considering that we live in America, I probably would have gone to Ilvermorny, which is the. You're going outside of Hogwarts. Well, well, because the, we live in America, so we would go to the school in the U.S. as opposed to Hogwarts, which is for uh, English and, and Britain. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know there was a school outside of Hogwarts. There, um, there is. I knew there were I, other there, schools. Well, I, there's I a, didn't there's know a that's a test. There's also three other ones in Europe that are quite popular, Durmstrang and Bobaton. Which were featured. Are, which, no, I, I don't. <laughs> the Goblet of Fire? Sorry, I, I said haven't the seen wrong, it. But it. The Goblet of... Okay, he hasn't seen it, hasn't read it. That was a horrible thing for him to say. I've never seen it. Goblet of Fire is great, man. Well, it's okay. a good thing you're okay. no longer friends with okay. him. It's, okay, it's, te- <laughs> it's technically not Valid. true. Um, I have... All right, so I watched all the way through all the movies uh, in high school with my girlfriend at the time. So you we, didn't watch the movies? We didn't really watch the movie all that much. <laughs> um, and then uh, w- we attempted to start watching them couple months ago and we watched we got through one and two did we well, get the three you got busy and then we watched the rest of them okay yeah i well you and you uh, and i josh i think watched three and i did we get to four i don't uh i think we did watch four, four. i don't know either I way watched, I, watched I watched five six them, i watched five six and seven i read the first book in elementary school or middle school maybe i don't know do you remember that time in high school when you discovered it. that i had never seen star wars and, and you I'm, forced me to watch every star wars and you in became obsessed sitting? you became obsessed for about a year and bought a star wars pocket knife you went and bought a star wars wallet and you bought all this star wars stuff i don't remember any of that i do because you were like oh you've probably repressed I forced it from your you memory. to watch it which, by the way, uh, Star Wars is my answer. But um, I knew it was. I knew it <laughs> um, was. And you're you you, you were obsessed with it. You bought a red, black, and white Stormtrooper pocket knife. And I remember you coming up to me like two weeks later when it finally showed up. And you go, this is the coolest thing ever. And you were like, show me this pocket knife. To be fair, was it tactical? It, it, I, is, it is not a usable thing. Um, it is a knockoff knife i think i could stab it straight into nathaniel's chest and it wouldn't make a cut like anything and it is also still in the glove compartment of my car <laughs> this is the third car that i've had since i bought that and yep. it has transitioned and lived because at, in at the car. time you were in the truck yep. and then the dodge and now you're in a jeep yep yep jeep, jeep life baby um 
Wow, thank you for outing me. I <laughs> was already a band nerd. Now you got to tell people I like Star Wars for Bang a year. Geek. That's yep, that's okay. If it makes you feel any better, I have read the entire Harry Potter series twice in the past three months. <laughs> so I do feel better. Yeah, about my knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I made you watch the entire series. I made you watch it in the order that they were released, not in the timeline Which, dude, order. I mean, f you. Well, that makes that, sense. Dude. No, it does. From no. wa- from watching do, do movies, like- it makes sense. Okay. If you were to Here's watch it, here's the reason I did it. He had never, like, he knew nothing about Star Wars at the time. I said, "You gotta go." From I the said, start. "Who's your favorite character?" And he goes, "I don't know." And I was like, "Okay, can you name one?" He goes, "No." I was like, "Do you know who Luke Skywalker is?" He goes, "Luke, what?" So he knew nothing. I'm, I'm more baffled by just the lack of pop culture knowledge. Like even if you haven't seen him, you can no, still he, name. He invested certain characters all of and... his pop culture like uh, experience points into music and nothing else. That's fine. So it was all 80s, 70s, and 80s rock, uh, and there was absolutely nothing to do with film. Ever. Okay. Thank right. you for that validation. You're I will, welcome. I will take that. Yep. I love that explanation. But yep. uh, let's flip it. And I'm not going to be nice. You, dude, Harry Potter. Really? You're kidding. You know that much about Star Wars, and you are just that blank on information of Harry Potter. I have. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's that's all right. So here, here's absurd. a couple reasons. Good counter argument. I really want to take in the Harry Potter series. Um, well, now you're an adult. I don't have. Sh- let me finish. Now, let dude. me finish. Okay. <laughs> I don't get there. I don't. I don't want to invest the time into reading those books because the type of books I enjoy reading uh, are more important to me. I would not read Ooh. those books. Cool. I that's, get that. That's not something I would do. I, every time I sit down, which has been three or four times now, to try and watch the movies, the first movies are just did not age. They aged so poorly that I just can't get through them. I lose interest. I get... To, to the fourth or fifth movie and I just am confused because I was in and out of watching the first couple movies. And so I hate to say I get it. I do realistically for me to get into it, it will really take like a serious, I have to do this kind of situation, which will most likely be when I date someone who's like, you have to watch this. Otherwise I'm dumping you. Then I will probably watch it. But for now, we tried doing that like together. And I genuinely, by the second movie, had no idea what was going on. I was on my phone the majority of the first movie because I was bored. I guess you don't cuddle good enough, Kyle. No, so I'm skinny dude. What I'm <laughs> it's all the it's all the collarbone. So you know how yeah, we had originally made pokey. that agreement that if I caught up on One Piece, that you would watch Haikyuu with me. Yes. Can I change that? Yes, I would appreciate that because there's a lot less time in the Harry Potter movies than in Haikyuu. <laughs> Okay, I'd happily but not the, the movies. movies. Again. <laughs> not the movies. I'm you not can listen to the books. audiobooks. I'm not. I I won't. <sighs> He's not gonna. Realistically, the, unless you're kind of a fan, I don't think there's much point in watching the movies. If yeah. all you're doing is watching the movies, you're gonna miss out on so much that it's not gonna be an enjoyable world. Yeah. I mean, it'll yeah. like look kind of cool, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, Voldemort's bad," but like you're really not gonna understand as much of it, which I think is kind of a flaw from the movies. I really, really wish that they would do like a Netflix TV show remake of the Harry Potter series because it would be fantastic. Not saying that the movie, the movies did a really good job of certain things and expanding the amount of people that did read the books and fell in love with the universe. But there were so many things that they had to cut out. And if they just had more time to explore it, I think it, it could have been fantastically done, especially nowadays when, movie making and like tv show making and like the oh. techniques and yeah. the technology is caught up to a point where you can accurately make everything yeah and it would look fantastic and the average length of movies is increasing um which would help to be able to fill in more story elements uh at least a little just bit the I, effects and and the way that movies are being made you could probably portray things a little bit easier if they were to do it again it would have to be with um a tv show I don't think there well, there yeah, wouldn't be a point in doing it with a movie. They wouldn't but, do it in a movie format. I'm saying if they didn't make them in the yeah in a movie format already, and they tried to now, it would probably be better. Be, yeah. It would probably come even across if, better. But honestly, I think even if you made like just two seasons and you had like ten episodes that were dedicated to the first four years, 
and then which honestly would be kind of a for people that do know about Harry Potter I think that would be a good break and it would be a great cliffhanger and you could leave it off as like yeah oh yeah. shit the war is actually starting and then you come in for the last three books um, in the last can, three years, and you you'd make like another more, season to yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, realistically, if you look at Netflix shows, a lot of them are roughly forty-five minutes to an hour long. Yeah, uh, and most of their seasons are ten to thirteen episodes. That's what I'm saying. So, like it would fit. It would fit perfectly. That's, just, that's a lot of hours. Have you seen that? that it, it is a lot of time, but I'm saying like yeah. the story itself would fit really well yeah. in that format. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. that, that's a lot of hours to fit. Uh, those books are massive. Um, a lot of story elements, whereas the movies, you know, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. that's more than triple the hours. Have you seen that fan concept? Uh, I've seen it in a couple different like forms, um, but where they would create a like TV show that kind of redid the Harry Potter stuff, but it would be seven seasons and each season is yeah basically game book. of thrones it yeah a book oh and then God. each episode is a chapter from i would absolutely book. love that yeah. um i don't necessarily know that the formatting would like i don't know that you could follow that format anymore i would long. absolutely love that and i would watch it repeatedly um and i think it would do a lot of great for the average kind of layman that has only either only seen the movies or hasn't seen the movies at all um hello that's me that, and, and you know that one also it, when we get into the territory of because now i guess we can't really do anything harry potter that includes jk rowling anymore so like doing anything huh because of her whole oh yeah canceled thing yep. you know? no i think you still can't they're still coming out with movies that are Oh, yeah, they the, are the in the same universe. The yeah, the Fantastic Beast Beasts things, which are but prequels. But how did those compare to the Harry Potter? How many people watch those compared to the Harry Potter? Well, they are successful. But so it's also because yeah. what made Harry Potter so successful was the world that it created from... It was the world that it created and watching it from the viewpoint of the books and the story that was already there. The books created a story that was phenomenal. These are prequels about completely different characters on the other side of the world. Um, in Yeah, so it's... The filmmaking is, the writing is interesting, but it's because they don't have, like, they're basically writing their own material in the same universe based on, uh, like, three page or, like, one chapter segment that briefly talked about kind of this period of time. Right. Um, because Grindelwald, who is one of the prime, like, basically the big bad of this time, um, is briefly mentioned in the seventh book, uh, kind of more than briefly, but he like isn't an important character to the story at all, except for his duel with uh, Dumbledore. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 like the Star Wars prequels, but worse. Right. Just with better effects. Right. But it's still yeah. it's still the main issue that people have with it is the writing and the decisions that are being made. And I am choosing to withhold judgment on it until we're actually able to see the completed arc and the, the full story. Um, but my hopes are not super high. Hell yeah. Word. So before I sit here all night and just grill Nathaniel on this. Oh, no. Come on. Let, let's hear you. Come on, Kyle. No, I, I want to hear you. I mean, like, I understand that, like, I can't say much to... Well, I like Star Wars, too. So, like, I understand him. It's like, you haven't seen Star Wars? Like, you got to see Star Wars. It's so cool. But... I don't know. I, I grew up like immersed in Star Wars. I went and saw Revenge of the Sith for my birthday when it came out. I was like, that's what I want to do for my yeah. birthday. It was so awesome, dude. It was so cool. It's just, it's, I, I, I could use all the descriptors for it. It's just, it's, it's incredible. I just love Star Wars. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. Absolutely. So what did you pick instead of Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, I went through my movie cabinet that I have here. I saw Star Wars and I was like, I was like, I don't, I could pick Star Wars, but I'm like, that's so, we've talked about Star Wars so much on this show. There's and, a reason for that. Well, you're right. It is, it is, it's a cultural oh, yeah. phenomenon that has transcended several generations. Yeah. It's it, like still, it's still a content machine. Like people are still invested in Star Wars. It's been out, actually it'll be in five years. It's actually 45 years, I think, yeah. since the first one came out. It was 77 think at some point it, it kind of goes back to that that idea that some things that are 
cliche or mainstream are that for a reason, right? Like yeah. it, when you hear some eighties music, cause like we said, that, that's what I know. And that's what I can relate to. Oh yeah. You hear some eighties music and you're like, that sounds like the cheesiest commercial background crap ever. That's, but the reason is, is because they invented that idea. It took 40 years of people loving that and like, you know, giving their lives to that artistic yeah. idea before it, became so done and so overheard that it became cheesy. Yeah, I think the Star Wars it's, gets that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the reason it's cheesy is because they, in, like, you're like, oh, yeah, the person that invented, ah, that's not a good example. They, It's cheesy because they were so popular that they made something so commercialized that it became cheesy to us. Yeah. Right? Like, if they didn't exist, that sound wouldn't be cheesy. For sure. Because no one would care. Right. That, that that would be like in, in 15 or 20 years if some rapper comes out and sounds identical to Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I think that most people, and we won't go down the rabbit hole, but most people could agree that Kendrick Lamar is one of the greatest that's ever done it and the, uh, one of the artists that's at the top tier of, of yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. that uh, respective domain of music. Yep. But if somebody did pretty much what he's doing in 15 years... Even us, we might sit there and listen to it. And go, that's kind if, of cheesy. That's corny. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. Uh, okay, well, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? That. I mean, yeah, it's it's a sign of the times of, yeah. hey, I, you know, it was popular because I invented it. Uh, and now the inventor gets all the credit. Uh, and people that don't know way down the line that that person invented it will just say, oh, yeah, that's kind of a cheesy sound, isn't it? Well... No, they they invented that sound. That That's, sound was not cheesy when they invented it. It was everything. It was revolutionary. They, yeah, it was revolutionary. You think it's cheesy now because all of these other greats after them have just copied them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll I even want to make the comparison to a couple episodes ago when we were talking about most overrated band and Kyle brought up ACDC, and I, I kind of went into you know, that a little deeper, but that idea. And, and I said, well, now if you hear a, a one, four, five chord progression with an overdriven guitar and a laid back, you know, but heavy drum set, yep. that's cheesy as heck. It would, it would never survive. But because ACDC did it first and has done it so well for 40 years, that's they why it's cheesy. ACDC. So a, exact yeah. same idea with Star Wars. Yeah. ACDC yep. is Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Thank but the thing is, listening. is that we're not necessarily talking about the franchises themselves, True. and that's kind yeah. of what we've been focusing on. Well, we're yeah. really talking about living in that universe. Yeah, fair, I, fair. I think we're just having a fun conversation. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not saying way, that's wrong. I'm just topic, saying, yeah, but, let's, yeah, let's rein it back yeah. in is more of my yeah. point. So, so, Kyle, are you picking Star Wars? Are you going to set no, it up Nate, on it? No, Nate had Star Wars yeah, already. So, um, we can't we, do it. We went so far off track. I was going to say my answer, and then we started talking about Star Wars for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and then we circled back to ACDC. Yep. Yep. Funny enough. So, by the way, oh yeah, I'm Jedi specifically is well, what I am picking. Go. I picked the Men in Black universe. Oh. Yeah. Obviously, I'm operating under the assumption that I will be a member of said society of Men in Black. You have that decision. He'll be yeah. a company man. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I just, I mean, it's it's something that I also grew up watching. Like the first two Men in Black movies were staples. Like the first one is, I think, one of probably my personal favorite movies and I think is a really awesome movie. Um, it's just a cool concept. Like you are, you're just like this guy who wakes up day in, day out and just fights aliens to save the earth. Like that's so like, to me as a kid, that was so cool. And I think it still has good staying power in, in cinema. It's just like, if you, you watch it and it's like, Oh yeah, it's a cool story or whatever. Like especially the interplay between Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones is just so cool. And I, I just love what they did with that. And I think that'd be such a cool universe to be a part of, like just fight aliens, save the day. Even obviously nobody knows who you are, unfortunately, because you're an anonymous figure that people will forget because you neuralize them with the pen and stuff. But it's just, it's a cool thing. It's just, I like, I like the idea of this something bigger than the self thing. It's like, I'm doing this because it keeps the earth safe. You know. Well, and you do still, for the most part, like even, even though the movies focus around them fighting, you know, different you creatures. Still do normal, like, for the, well, stuff. and for the most part, they are just alien social workers, right? Yeah. Like the, the majority of their job is to keep track, make sure that aliens are following the you know laws of human society and that that's and are not funny, exposing yeah. themselves. And mm-hmm. so they kind of go day to day. And then because it's a movie, 
you end up with this more fantastical kind of battle scene right. and yeah. evil alien. Um, but yeah, they are mostly social workers, which would be kind of cool. So even if you like humans don't necessarily interact with you because they don't remember you, you still have those interactions just with aliens. Mm-hmm. It's just like a new kind of relationship that you build every time like an alien comes to Earth. You're like, hi, welcome to Earth. We have these rules, you know, or whatever, yada, yada, yada. So it's just... Yeah. Or the aliens in the coffee room. If I was a person within that universe, and I will say I've never seen the movies, but I just from being a human being in the culture that I'm in, I, I know enough about them to have a little bit of an idea. That almost brings up that question. Like if <laughs> I... If, Star Wars. Yeah. Dude. Well, at this point... <laughs> If I was in the Men in Black universe, that would bring the question to me. If the collective, like the common collective of people that exist, don't know that I exist by nature of you know the plot, like mm-hmm. how that universe works, do I really exist? You know, because because I this is getting philosophical, but the only thing that everybody can agree exists. Only things are the things that everybody collectively agrees, right? Like I can believe in the flying spaghetti monster, but if I'm the only one, then that is not a common thing. That is not a known thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But if the common world, common reality has been deemed that this idea of somebody who can erase your memory because you can't know the higher things that are happening. If that, you know, is happening, then do you exist? And is that answer differently for yourself as a person who knows than it would be for the people who don't? Well, it'd have to be, wouldn't it, by nature? I mean, right? Oh. Then you get into what does existing mean? You know, that it oh falls down God. that rabbit hole. So you know? I'm, I'm curious about what Kyle's answer with, to this would be, so I'll let him go first, but I do have an answer to that. Oh, man. Do I cool. exist? I mean, obviously, <laughs> no, you don't, Kyle. You're I, I don't you're ex- a robot. Yes, I'm a robot. Well, you, you would still exist just as a robot. Yeah. If uh, you stop existing, well, can it I depends have on what you're considering to be Kyle. Yeah, because then I would end up having it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'll uh, make it back to you on that. Um, would I still exist if people think I don't exist, or if people don't know, or if people don't to know that? Know yeah, because for them to think that you don't exist, you'd have to exist in some form. That's so. true. Clean slate. Yes. Oh. Blank canvas. Has to be no, right? Has to be no. Mm. No one knows. So you erase their memory. I, would, I don't know. Okay, so he's saying he doesn't know. I, I, I would literally say don't know. you do still exist. Okay. You do still exist. And you see that in, you mentioned you hadn't seen the movie. But basically, they still have interactions with humans. They still walk down the street. They still go into convenience stores or whatever. But they just erase the memories of people that they have significant interactions with because the only people that they really have significant interactions with are basically I'm visiting your house because there was an alien that, you know, made a big dent in your front yard. And so we want you to forget that you saw the aliens. So you're also forgetting me being a part of that interaction. So what you're saying that it makes sense is their reality paper trail still exists. And that butterfly effect of them being there within that experienced reality is there, whether they are acknowledged to be a part of it or not. That makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. like, there people still witness them walking down the street. They can still bump into people. And then also, we're only talking about humans in like the average civilian. There are still higher government officials that they interact with. There's other people within the organization that are other men in black. And then there's also the aliens that they interact with. So there are still other entities that will recognize their existence and that they have relationships with. They just don't have relationships outside of aliens and the organization. Kyle, you get to exist another day. Thank goodness. Yeah, <laughs> you you basically you saved you saved my answer. Thank you, Josh. Well, yeah. I, well, that's what I was saying. Like that. I guess my my, my I don't know was because I didn't I didn't consider literally everything Josh just said. Okay. I was like, well, because to people, n- no. Well, to certain to the, people, to the majority no. of public, the job doesn't exist, but you as a person would still exist. Right. Yeah. So you basically, I mean, it would be the same as being like a CIA agent. Yeah. Where like the rest of the world doesn't know that you're a secret agent. You still go to the grocery store. You still drop your kids off at elementary school. Yeah. Well, yeah. so the difference is, is that you're not allowed to, ha- you would lose your family and you would lose any potential, I guess, outside of the company, which I guess is kind of a gray area that's not really addressed in yeah. the movies. But um, you wouldn't be able to have like a significant other. I'm not selfless enough. I would just let the world get eaten by aliens. Mm. Couldn't do it. So, okay. So I think we should do this. <laughs> um, let's go through and give a brief description of each of our jobs at, in the sect that we've each picked. 
Okay. Jobs so what, or roles. Yeah. What yeah. would your role as that, you know, what would, what would the yeah. daily life look like in yeah. that universe? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kyle, uh, men oh. in black member. Okay. Yeah, um, we'll go reverse order. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I will assume I'm starting as like one of the, I guess the checking guys who like welcomes aliens to earth and, establishes the rules and gets them signed in and everything because i feel like i'd be pretty good at that you know i feel like i'm a friendly face character you know but i'd obviously be like hey we have these rules to follow and everything so you can't do this and whatever so obviously day-to-day life i wake up you know get ready put my suit on the last suit you'll ever wear um go into the office and sit down at the desk whatever document all the aliens that come in throughout the day and once the day's work's done, go home, do whatever, play video games, whatever. That sounds like like a Walmart greeter for Earth. Uh, you know? ki- I mean, kind of. Well, so you could also basically explain him as becoming Will Smith from the first movie. Yeah, so, so basically what happens is Will Smith's character has an encounter with an alien, and nobody else believes him except for Tommy Lee Jones' character. And what happens is Tommy Lee Jones actually neuralizes Will Smith and then asks him, hey, come here or whatever. And, you know, meet me here, whatever, we'll do whatever. And he goes through these tests, and he gets to join the Men in Black. He basically gets recruited into the CIA. Yep. And then Those realizes are... that there's an alien organization. Yep. Very cool. And you could obviously go into, like, like what Will Smith does, where it's, like, direct intervention with hostile aliens. There are other jobs where it's, like, like I said, you can check in the aliens. You can do whatever sort of, like, monitoring or anything. Like, the, the twins, these two aliens that monitor all the aliens on Earth and whatever, so... There's still a number of jobs you can do. I just I figured I'd pick that one off the top of my head because I don't know. There's there's low danger. There's <laughs> I mean yeah. I mean anything the NSA is involved in, you would basically be that except a planetary scale. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So like customs at the airport, um, any kind of you know national security incident, or in this case global security. Yep. Which is primarily what, because it's the movies, what Will Smith deals with is global security. Yeah. But. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. All right. You should watch the movies. I'll say They're good. At least the first one. Pretty much. Honestly, if you don't watch anything after the first one, it'll be okay. They've got funny (laughs) moments. But yeah, the first one's definitely the best. Kind of sounds to me like a glorified desk job. Um, (laughs) All right. right, It it could be. Well, Uh, part of it is, yes. Or you're a special agent. Yeah, I mean, glorify. Well, if you're a special, I don't know. So, I would want to be a special agent, just not start out like that, because I don't want to die. Well, so Will Smith also had the background of being a detective. Yeah, he so was. So he a, was already in. He know, was in law enforcement. He was part of the New York Police Department. A lot of paperwork. And so they recruited a bunch of different people from like the military or whatever that were taking the tests along with him. He just happened to pass all of the tests, being a specialized agent, and then got yeah. But mm. it's whatever. We're letting the modern police force be the gatekeepers of aliens into society now. Uh, well, mm. the government's already doing that. <laughs> All right. So, I don't think they're picking street cops. So I've picked Jedi. Got to start um, somewhere. So this is going to be a little complicated to dis- to explain because the role of a Jedi really depends on the generation of Jedi that you're talking about in the era, um, because there are. Star Wars is the most expansive of the three universes that has been presented um, by a very, very large margin. Uh, as, even if you just were to narrow it down to purely the years that are involved in the story and how long the story goes. Um, so, that being said, the description I'm going to give, well, yeah, I'll just give you a brief description of the era I would think I would prefer to live in, cool. but there are 30, 40, 50 other eras I could pick from that are very different. So I would pick um, right before um, the Phantom Menace, uh, which the Phantom Menace is the first movie, and the Phantom Menace is essentially uh, the entry to like oh hey the sith are kind of back and we don't really know what that's going to be like um the role of a jedi was essentially at that time um they were considered a a religion of the republic um kind of they weren't 
soldiers yet, but they were trained to be kind of protectors of the forest, protectors of life, um, and were kind of almost looked at as more so guardians of people. Um, and they don't belong to any one world, any one race, any one country, world, planet, whatever. Um, their role was mostly meditation, growing within the force. Uh, they did do combat training to be able to pre protect themselves if they were called to do that, as well as exploration of different planets and mapping and doing all of that stuff. Um, I would love personally to be one of the Jedi, either one of the temple guardian or guards or a librarian. That would be awesome. Cause then my role is what? So, a, no, so a glorified desk job. Stop. No, to use no, your words. Not at all. Actually. Um, you want to have the ability to use the force and be a librarian. Can I that. explain let, what, let, what I, that role I wanna, actually is? I as long as you I, understand why your jaws are dropping. Yes. But yes, please continue let, and explain. Let me explain what the role of that is to a Jedi versus what we would perceive a, a standard librarian to be. Um, so there's a Jedi called uh, Jocasta Nu, um, and she is the librarian of the Jedi Order during um, the prequel saga and before. Um, I how long before? I don't know. She's like 90 in the second movie so she's old um but uh as her role in librarian is to so she has gone through all the standard jedi training so she through her life has been trained in the different combat style forms uh each one of the forms uh probably has her own specialty um she has probably been a padawan at one point and she either like most of the temple guards washed out and were not able to become Jedi Knights and became guards. Um, I'm not exactly sure on the librarian. They might have, but I think she was also considered a Jedi Knight. So I don't think she did. I think she was a Padawan and also became a Jedi Knight. An honorary Jedi. Jedi? Jedi? No. If she passed the Jedi trial or the Knight trials, then she <laughs> is a Jedi Knight. But. Now her right role now. as the librarian, because either way as a Jedi, you were doing research, you were learning about the different planets, and you are learning about politics, even though you don't partake in politics so that you're aware of the world around you. Um, but you get to train and teach the next era of Jedi. So she spends a lot of time with younglings teaching them while she's not their master she is teaching them the ways of the jedi she is um getting to teach them you know different lightsaber combat forms all that stuff um as well as acting as kind of a guide to jedi knights who need help with a problem that they can't solve or anything like that cool so i just think that would be cool she gets to travel in her older age she just stayed uh, on Coruscant at the Jedi Temple. But as a knight, when she is growing, she was traveling from planet to planet as well. Um, and so you get the adventure. You get to go build your own lightsaber and go through the Jedi trials and be a Padawan and uh, explore unexplored planets. I think a large part of the reason I would want to be a Jedi is purely the exploration aspect of that. You know, growing up, I explored as much, you know, area in my hometown as I possibly could, leading me to places I probably shouldn't have gone. Um, I was there, and it did. <laughs> yep. Uh, but it was fun. Uh, it was yeah. a blast. So I think that exploration mindset that I have would be really cool to be able to hop on a spaceship and go from planet to planet have that technology to be able to go from planet to planet and be a Jedi that can also use the force and wield the lightsaber. I love it. Fantastic. Well, I lost. So <laughs> a caveat for that, mm -hmm. a big part of the Phantom Menace, and I realize this is before the Phantom Menace, but eh, kind of a big part of the Phantom really? Menace is they didn't want to train Anakin mm -hmm. because of how old he was. So if we're pitching this to Chase today, yep, of him being supplanted into that universe, yeah, would he be able to be a Jedi? He wouldn't be trained as a Jedi. 
you realize that we went into this with the caveat of I got to pick the faction, right? So you can't use that argument. Oh, he's right. Yeah. I see both of your points. No, I wouldn't have picked Jedi if I wasn't able to. But we went into this with the caveat of I got to pick whatever faction I wanted to be a part okay, of. Okay, so he as a 24, Plus, 25-year-old, we said, we 24. We, we also said that he would still be him. We didn't necessarily specify that he had to still be the same age. He would still be Chase. He would still have the memories of Chase. But we specifically said before recording that he was isekai, is the term we use, okay. into this world, which means he could be reborn in Star Wars just with all of his current memories Okay, and would still be isekai. Okay. I will concede that point, which yep. also means that I can... It, yep, it, your turn. It does tailhorn and strengthen mine. All right, let's hear it, buddy. So the biggest difference between mine and the other two is that you would still be able to keep the relations with your current friends and family. That was one of my first thoughts when you brought up the muggle thing yes, in that realm. Yes, which is why first I brought thought. it up. Um, and this actually was the main reason that I ended up picking this over Star Wars, because I also think being a Force user so would be that, pretty so dope. I, I, I would like to point out uh, that's not true, because this is a completely separate universe. So you would not be able so to So the keep universe, the universe of Harry Potter... It is the real world. I understand that. It is the real world. But is Harry Potter real? To our knowledge, no. But no. that feeds into that so, universe. No, no that's, will not, you that's let me, not how Will you let me works. finish my pitch and then <laughs> okay, dig in? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, that's just not how it works, but go ahead. Okay, so... Right, go ahead. <laughs> I will let you go. Um, Harry Potter actually does take place in our world with our history going alongside it. The movies, the Fantastic Beasts and things like that that are going on right now are side-by-side side or a prediction of World War II. Okay. So, the whole... And it actually... The main Harry Potter series takes place in the 90s and ends in 2001, which is actually when the first book was released. Mm -hmm. So, it does take place in our world. It just has a secret world, similar to uh, Men, in Men in Black, which takes place in our world. There's just a secret part of that world that the average person is not aware of. So basically, being pushed into this world means that at the age of 11, since we've established that we can pick our time frame, at age 11, you basically just get a letter saying, you are a wizard. You were muggle-born. You didn't know about this world, but you are going to, in our case, because we're in America, Ilvermorny. I am... Are you done? Can I interject now? I will let you speak a okay. piece. So once again, the specific term that we used was isekai. As an example no, to no, explain what was going to happen. Listen, listen, let me finish. Okay. Okay. Isekai. Therefore, uh, it is not the same world. You had to have actually left the plane to go to a different plane. That is how that works. It is not the same world. And even if it was, being that you picked Harry Potter uh, and the last movie you said ended in 2001, right? Uh, would it, Yeah. Okay. So your friends and family don't know who you are. So they are not there. Yes, you are surrounded by humans, but they are not the humans you know. God, why does he make good points? It's annoying. It's not a it? good point, and I'll rebuttal it when he finishes. No, it is a good point. Um but it's and not applicable. And that is if I was willing to concede that point. Okay. But I'm See. not because it is a different <laughs> world. <laughs> because I am Nathaniel Because Jackson. we use the term isekai, which means you had to have actually physically left the current plane that you are in to be there. Okay. When we established the phrase isekai was before we started recording this, but after the topic had already been agreed on and we had picked our answers to it. The reason I used the phrase isekai was because I thought it would be a shorthand for how to explain it. I wasn't necessarily jumping too hard into the whole exactly specifically what isekai refers to. It ended up not being a shorthand, so we explained it differently anyways. And I was willing to concede the fact that I would allow you to play by those rules in order to be trained as a Jedi and possibly look at reincarnation. Okay? However, actually, the topic itself did not involve the specific role of what an isekai means and what it actually is. But the the actual physical topic of if you were 
to live in this cinematic universe does not. But the specific stipulation you put on it did. And that was... The specific stipulation yes. of of what? Of being the, an isekai? The specific stipulation you put on it before we started recording in order for all three points to come from the same perspective and equal opportunity was that it was you kept your memories by being isekai No, we were being no. <laughs> transplanted. We were being we were being transplanted into the universe. We were being transplanted into the universe of this cinematic universe. You know what? I'm not going to continue to argue because we will argue forever. But I am correct. We can move on now. I will help well, you guys out here and say that that specific technicality, while is majorly important, and I can see the reason for the passion for you both. It does. It would not change whether it was or wasn't. You know how y'all said each one of you does not change what my answer would be. Okay, that factor does not influence me. Well, my reasoning, if we're agreeing to disagree on this, then I'll continue to argue it from the point that I would like. Go for it. Okay. So you basically would just get a letter when you turn eleven saying that you are a wizard and be invited to train in your magical essence, um, in magical abilities at Ilvermorny, which is very similar to Hogwarts. Um, and in the time frame where you actually were 11, it would be post all of the major world wars that were going on in the wizarding world. So it would be a peaceful time. There would be uh, differences in culture um, where Muggleborns were not necessarily persecuted against um, because, like I said, Voldemort was defeated in 2001 and a whole new regime kind of ended up taking power in the world. Cool. Yeah. So it would be a peaceful time to learn, explore the magical world. Because you were muggle-born, you'd be able to exist in kind of both worlds. Um, And you're a wizard. Going to a magical boarding school alone, I think, would be fantastic. Um, We haven't explored Ilvermorny a whole lot, but if we're equating it, which it often is, it actually was founded by one of the descendants of Salazar Slytherin, um, but not in an evil way, but one of the founders of Hogwarts. So there would be similarities. It sounds like a really dope place to grow up. Right. Um, Which I realize is a very like watered down adjective to use, but it's one of those, like the experience of growing up in that world, I think would be fantastic. Hey, I'm a musician. I need it watered down for me. Yeah. 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 So, A point I would like to make, if I am going to actively leave the world I am in right now, I don't want to just have the same the ability to do magic and stay in the same world. Uh, Earth's kind of effed up. Um, and I kind of don't want to know if aliens are real or not and still be stuck here on Earth. I like the idea of being in uh, literally having an, an entire galaxy to travel around. Um, cool. that is not something that is practical at all in current life. Like, I, I would rather, if I had the option to go to Hogwarts and be in that time period, I'd be like, ah, I like my friends, I like my family, I don't really care to leave, I'd rather stay here. Same thing with Men in Black. I don't want to go work in an office and deal with aliens all day. That just does not sound appealing to me. Like, go for it. If you like it, cool. I'd do it. I, I like if I were going to leave the current world uh, and all my friends and family, it would have to be for something extravagant that is just not ever going to be real. And that would be to be able to have the force and travel around the galaxy with a lightsaber. I really just wanted to shoot cool guns and... Aliens and shit. Yeah, you do have really cool guns. That is very yeah. cool. The noisy right. cricket, bud. All right, noisy so cricket. let me let me process some thoughts and break this down here. I think mm. I think kind of the point of me being asked as the guest is because you want to hear my perspective based off yes. of my own experiences and biases. So I'm gonna kind of throw objectivity out the door. I'm gonna. What does Chase Wilson think of this? Um, I completely reject the government um anarchy is key 
I'm not hey. going into the Men in Black okay, universe. Okay, that's fair. I respect that. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna work for the man, and um, I'm not saving strangers. You know, I'm selfish. It's okay. If I had a laser, I would just be blowing up trees in <laughs> Lebanon. You know, I'm not gonna go <laughs> jump in front of an alien. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and also that whole idea of like playing with memories and stuff that is kind of playing God to me, which is, you know, that that's a little bit above my pay grade, you know? Um, so I'm going to step Nobody back gets from, paid enough to do that anyway. Yeah. But. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, I think I would, I would step away from that position if it was offered. So I'm going to take a pass on the men in black universe. Balls. Well, I'm curious how much the men in black make <laughs> the salary. It's just going to tell I mean, you. I don't Will think Smith it matters. I think everything's dollars. like, Somehow, I feel like it's paid all paid for them just through the agency, I feel like. Uh, I mean, probably. I'm just curious if there's going to oh, be an yeah. answer when I Google this. I would just go into like our Charlie's and order my chicken tenders and rolls, and then when they bring me the bill, just erase their memory and leave. Okay, you know? some very unrelated came up. <laughs> These articles have nothing to do with what I searched. Um, what did you search? Uh, how much money? Oh, how much does yeah? How much does a men in black member make? What did you find? Uh, not that. Um, men, in, men in black agent. Yep, there you go. I was gonna say you're searching that just right yeah. out on the internet. You could come up with a whole lot of things. I hope your safe search is on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> not Part safe. of me hopes it's not. Nah, safe search off. Don't be a bitch. Right. <laughs> Will Smith was paid one hundred million dollars for playing Agent J. That's a lot of money. Called it. Yeah, you did. You did. What'd you say? It's just going to give you the salary that Will Smith got for playing an agent. Yeah. I want to carry on and kind of break down the Star Wars Harry Potter thing here as Nathaniel searches. And if you find it, interject and let us know. Mm -hmm. I think they're both super dope, super cool, exploring the universe and fighting for a power greater than I knew to that degree. It's a little bit overwhelming for me. You know, you don't have to fight at all. <laughs> I, There's only fighting but, if you want to but, fight. But is there not like, and, and I'm asking because I genuinely don't really know. Is there yeah. not like this motive naturally based off of you being a part of the force and being able to manipulate the force? Is there not this motive to protect the righteousness or whatever? No. Word? So the majority of the Jedi's like existence they're actually pacifists. So you're telling me I can sit on my couch, put a hot pocket from my freezer into my microwave and into my mouth without moving? Yes. This might have changed. Assuming everything. hot pockets yeah, like, exist. Yeah, that's in true. That. Hot pockets probably don't exist. You had me um, and you lost me. Sorry, bud. But, uh, Rip. It, no, yeah, the majority of the Jedi's existence, they actually didn't fight. There were years where there were wars that they took part of, purely out of defense uh and because of that especially early on they then adapted um learning how to fight in combat styles into a part of their culture and their religion so they did that for thousands of years but there's thousands upon thousands of years of their history where they just don't fight they are literally a, a religion of people that travel around the universe just wanting to learn more about the force and grow, grow stronger in the force and adventure the galaxy there are large parts of their history too where there is war but it's like you ever seen job of the hut <laughs> i don't want nothing to do with that i mean I if you were a, a jedi you could literally kill him so easily <laughs> it actually happens in one of the movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i have to be like spoiler alert theoretically close enough to <laughs> spoiler alert if you haven't seen star wars well yet. technically leia is the one that kills him True, she does choke him. She's partially. Well, she is a Jedi. She's force According. sensitive. She's no, partially. she's a Jedi. Spo According sorry, to Disney. sorry. We're oh, because Luke trained her. Spoilers. So, would she be a Jedi though, or would she? I think she was. She was the first person that Luke trained in his new Jedi order. According okay. to the Disney sequels, which are garbage, but we can ignore that they exist. Your right? point a second <laughs> no. ago. <laughs> <laughs> They're building on the same universe. Your point, Nathaniel, a second ago. They, they're literally going to do this. I'm sorry. Until I'm sorry. Week. You can go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, go I'm ahead. actually nope, enjoying I'm, it. I'm cracking up Nate, over here. <laughs> I, I, owned up, talk. I owned up to Fantastic Beasts. He should have to own up to 789. <laughs> okay. I own up to 789. They do exist. I acknowledge their existence. That doesn't mean they're not garbage. That also would be past your lifetime. 
Yes, that would be. Oh, yeah. See, you're dead already, so it doesn't matter. It yeah. well, depending what a depending on the Star Wars. Let's go. Depending, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no depending on that. the species you pick too. Because if you decide huh? that you're reborn into the world just with your current memories, because you are isekai, <laughs> you could pick a different species. <gasps> you could be Jabba. You could right. be a Jedi version. Why would you Jabba. want that? Your point a second a minute ago that? when. You're kind of making your last stand there for Star Wars. You brought up that if you had this opportunity to kind of pick and go, why would you pick the real world and just have a little bit more power? And why would you not just yeah. go to a completely different idea? Which totally makes sense. But me, not a big guy for change in the first place. You know, so like that sounds like a lot. I don't think that I would want to just leave everything entirely and just be thrown into this completely different universe where like, you have to relearn everything, right? Like the basic day-to-day -day things. Like, do they have refrigerators in the Star Wars universe? Like, <laughs> does your does food have to be kept cold? Do they have microwaves or do I have to bake? Like, that just sounds like a lot and I'm not with it. It is a lot, you but, know? but don't, yeah. don't you also see the kind of the excitement in that? Isn't there like a kind of almost like just curiosity, like a natural curiosity of like, well, do they have refrigerators? What do they even look like? I mean, because they probably do. But like, what is it? We never see one. What does their refrigerators look like? That curiosity is there, and I would like to Dude, know. But I also you got instead you of could cars also, where you're driving, you get the adrenaline of driving speed bikes. Or I could drive a flying car in the Harry Potter yeah, universe. Flying car or a broomstick. We have and better also, than flying cars. We have speed racers and flying cars. But it's of my own will because I am magic. It's not. just a little more grounded. Yeah, so but, it yeah. takes more effort okay, okay. and doesn't go as fast. Let me follow up my point because you were making I'm, good I meant that the universe is more grounded, but on, yes, that's true. On top of my my kind of rejection of wanting to leave this plane just because it sounds like a lot to enter a new one, I also like the idea of being in this world. And we can, like I said, let's throw out the metric of do the people that I know and the institutions that I visit day to day actually exist? We can throw that out. We can just leave it at the real world as we know it now with that little yeah. detail aside. I think I love the idea of having the magic power and that knowledge and having that door to that realm, but then being able to come back into the muggle world. And as long as I, you know, hide my magic ability, being able to do things and exist within that, it's more that, that bigger picture of you have an ability now to do things in this realm. You know, every day yeah. you wake up and you experience life. And as a human being in society, you have problems and you're jumping over obstacles. That's what life is right now. Wouldn't it be dope to wake up one day after you've gone to school for magic and be able to conquer those tasks in a completely different way. I feel like that would be a, a very cool, you know, connection. So you, would, you wouldn't even need a microwave to cook your Hot Pocket. Right. Like, I, I just wave a <laughs> stick in the air and that it's on fire. Swish and You click. realize you have a lightsaber made out of plasma that you could cook a Hot Pocket with, But right? you don't it have would, Hot Pockets. You don't know that. They do it. not canonically exist in that universe. You'd probably burn it. Earth canonically exists. Oh my god. It does. Does it canonically it exist? It does. We have no idea what Earth looks like in this time period because we don't know how what Did Earth's they mention Earth? Yes. They're, they're, well they mention humans. It's Help. technically a Well they mentioned humans, but not necessarily Earth. No, they mention Earth. Technically Nathaniel. it's in a book. But um it does exist. Uh we're talking about movie I universes. The universes it's literally the same canonic canonical okay. universe it is literally the, the book of the movie just okay. with more information okay. so if you can use the more information from the harry potter books then i can use the more information from so the ilver morning was actually something that wasn't in the original harry potter books but was added to the uh in the tales of grinderwald when they brought everything in the main point of the story yeah, to yeah. that's fine but it was in the movies yeah, which were fine. not in the books at all i'm just saying that's like fine. The information that I have provided is strictly from movies. Okay, that's fine. But either way, it's literally okay, the, sure. the same canonical universe. Yes. Earth exists, but it might be completely different. Yeah, I have no idea what year it would be. It could be the so dinosaurs. it's like a half point. <laughs> Nathaniel, it, it could be like three hundred BC. Will you at least admit that's a little Egypt. bit of a reach? 
I mean, hey, it's there. I, I you can choose to go there and see what version of Earth it's gonna be. I don't, okay. I don't know what it's gonna be like. It might be uh, uh just. Uh, it's a very planet. possible they don't have guitars. It's it's very possible that it's all Nazis. You can take your guitar I, to oh, Evermore. I, That'd be I really bad. Be, I mean, that would be why people left, right? And if I was a wizard, my guitar could just play itself, and I could hold it and. Oh, okay, Nathaniel, yeah. I want to be a wizard. I'm sorry. I want to be a wizard. All right. I'm very... I just don't get it. Listen, okay, so hear me out. Harry you, Potter's you, just not even... A... Okay. You right. made great points. I don't feel invalid of anything that I heard from you. You made a great case, but at the end of the day, spaceships are cool, but I want to be a wizard, man. I want to be a wizard. You realize that a Jedi is basically a wiz- wizard, right? I mean, you could basically. Like yes. They're literally called wizards in the universe. You're still winning. <laughs> no, I know that's fine. I'm just, I'm just, I. Wait, you know. at this point. Also, yeah. I'm just know. gonna continue to argue until I hit stop recording. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I think it's dumb, and Jedi's are definitely better than Harry Potter wizards. Okay, so here's our score at the end of the week. How can you say that you haven't explored that universe at all? Oh my god. Because it's boring and stupid. So Nathaniel's in the lead with five points. We're going to agree to disagree on that. And I'll just leave it there. Josh and I are tied at two points each. And (laughs) Chase, unfortunately, did not score the guests any points. But there are still a couple weeks left for the month. So hopefully they can make that up. Ah, You can only get points in the parlay. That's true. It's okay. Um, I'll get them next time. Don't you worry. I'll be back. Thank you very much for listening. Definitely have you on again. Heck yeah. yeah. Thank you very much for listening. As always, you guys are killing it. Keep doing that on Spotify and all that good stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at asshatanalysts underscore official for all our polls and updates regarding the episodes. Eventually, we'll be on YouTube. Uh, We're still working on that. But uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Podcast? Ow!